0: Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's Advice from a Dipshit with Matt Bronger. Hey, welcome back to Advice from a Dipshit with Matt Bronger. I am the same said dipshit. With me as always is Amanda. Uh, And we have a special guest here, a a person I go back a few years with. I wouldn't call us incredibly close friends, but we've always... uh, I don't know. I've always. I liked- do.
1: I do it all the time. Okay. I say to everyone, Matt's my best friend. That's okay. Well, now we we're, let's start with
0: an awkward moment.
1: Uh, <laughs> Andy Richter is with us. No, we've known. we just been, you know, churning in the same froth exactly for a, a yeah. number of years. And, yeah. and you,
0: you've always been very cool to me, even when I was just uh, nowhere in the biz, which I oh. always dig. I, I mean, just was raised right, I guess. You, that's, I don't have any particular affinity for you. I get that. Per se. And that's fine. <laughs> no, but it's like, I, re- I remember like the first time I did uh, did the show and, and you, when I did stand-up and you kind of gave me a nod, like, good job oh, kind of thing. Where it's like, you, you always notice that. Oh, good. Where when there's some people that, you know, they don't notice you at all, and that's fine too. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't measure no, my worth by yet, that. funny. Now but, I
1: always do feel like it's worth saying it's mm-hmm. funny to somebody. Yeah. Now, they, they, hopefully there's not people... Who are stand-ups who have been on the Conan show who remember <laughs> me not interacting with them at all and thinking that's me passing judgment. <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. But that's what happened. Yeah. Well that's, I, I, I didn't, I, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. You've judged them. And no, well if no, 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 if somebody's no. really funny, I'll go over and say something to mm-hmm. them. But then but then, you know, there's also like a lot of times stand-ups will be on the show well and this is you know we have a kind of a newish format so we have a lot less stand-up which I, I love on. the new format I do by the too way. i I'm enjoying it I wasn't I was leery of it at first mm-hmm. but uh but I this you know a lot of times those stand-ups are there and I'm at this point the show's over for me of course I'm thinking like what do I have to do to get out of here right and, oh I gotta go pick up my daughter mm-hmm. and I'm you know so I'm barely hearing. yeah it's of like, course there was for so many years he would say, either about a stand-up or even a, a guest. There would be a lot of like, so welcome back to the show. And I'd be like, back to the show. I <laughs> Never re- seen this I don't remember this, this band. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, this, this, this 15-person band was yeah. on the show before? Well, and, and I When I started out, I remember
0: being too gregarious, like meeting too many people. It's like, hey! Yeah, and it's yeah. almost like, all right, like, you got to give people their space. Yeah, I, yeah, like yeah. the first... Uh sitcom I did was a show called Carpoolers, where I, I played a guy who was way too happy to be like the dentist or something yeah, like yeah. that. And after the show, I went up to everyone who's on the show and was like, great working with you. And I remember this one guy being like, but we weren't in any scenes together, yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. but still, I know. and but like, but in my mind, I'm like, he's absolutely right. Yeah. Why am I bothering him? A lot of
1: enthusiasm, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's just, I you know, uh, it's nice. It's, it's nice, nice, but it's yeah, also yeah.
2: just like, calm down. I like shiny-eyed Matt who made it in show business. I'm in Hollywood yeah, now. Right. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> I just have to have my <laughs> I my spirit broken. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, I was I was like not even angling for hire me again. Let's I be nice. Facebook was so friends. Yeah, working. Yeah, like even I. Had one line, yeah. one line, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and, and it but you're meeting
2: the whole cast,
3: oh,
0: yeah, I went up to all of them, and Everybody's everyone was kind of like everyone was cool, but it was very funny that that guy called me out a little, yeah, bit. yeah, you know, yeah. it was like uh, kind of you could tell he had a little bit more of an edge, yep. I forget his name, but yeah, it yeah, was, he had a definite point, you yeah. know.
1: <laughs> I remember there was a director, or talking to somebody about a director that made a point to thank every single person on the crew at like the end of right. the week that they were shooting. And they said like, Yeah, he really makes a point to say thing and I was kinda like Yeah, I, but you know, that's nice, I guess. But you mm-hmm. know, is that really sustainable yeah. for a long career where oh. at the end of everything oh. especially guys loading trucks really Yeah, I don't know, maybe I'm being a dick, you know. No, but, but it's,
0: it's a it's a lot of names. Yeah. Where after a while it's like are you are you, are you mentally recording all of these names that's, as a listener? That's that boy,
1: that takes up a lot of space. That
0: just reminded me of the the worst uh I don't even know what to call it, but it was a wrap party for uh, a show I was on called Up All Night where I was on the first season. And after we, like, uh, uh, Will Arnett made a point to be like, hey, guys, I just want to say great job to this guy for coming in and being so funny. Matt Bronger, yay, you know, thanks, guys, thanks. And then a guy from the crew was like, guys, I have horrible news over the weekend. Um, Dan, I forget his last name, had a stroke and right after. Where it was like, oh, well, I, I can't be mad. You couldn't even. I can't be mad. Oh, yeah. can't but it was like, yeah. even an after, after the show, like, after it was all, Will was like, that oh, I feel terrible for that guy, but that was the timing, you know? And it was yeah, like, better and that this he, poor that man. It's
1: better that you got the thing before than right. after, that it wasn't like, so had a stroke, and hey, let's give it up for me. Guys, seriously, yeah, yeah. you know, and let's go home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: That is, I just don't know why that reminded me. So, uh these days what are you uh you know basically do you know what the show is basically we, uh, we yeah, listen it's, it's to advice. recorded advice yeah yeah, yeah yeah so amanda has curated some calls mm-hmm. nice uh, and yeah, so uh, i think would
2: be good for you
1: first off anything anything you'd like to share yourself no you nothing exciting oh you mean like p- plugs and you that, can plug or yeah anything. i have a podcast of my own called the three questions yes that uh is uh, doing pretty well, cool. I guess. That's what they tell me. I don't mm-hmm. know. How does one yes, know? Yeah. Right. I know. It's so wild um,
2: westy with podcasts. I know so they're like yeah. it's
1: doing well. Like, okay. Right. I believe you. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. uh and and I'm really enjoying it and I didn't think I would enjoy it. Um just because I didn't think I would like I would think that the pressure of having to have hour plus conversations with people Right. In a regular way, and you know, and you look at the number. I I think I'm supposed to do like forty five a year, and it's that's a daunting number of it's it's a lot hour plus conversations when they start.
2: They don't realize. Yeah,
1: you say sure, sure, and then you're like, wow. But I've really been enjoying it, and I've been talking to people that I want to talk to. So that's really makes it nice. I haven't been like getting that you have you have to do that. Yeah, uh, and I just. Because they, I've been pitched people, and I'm just like, uh, no, yeah. I don't, no, I don't want yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: and I think that's that serves you well and your listeners. Yes. Because the thing no one wants is disingenuousness. Yes. We, do, we don't, mean, your yeah, we don't want falsehoods. We don't want. Hey, so everyone know like a, the, the worst example would be like when I would be on the road and I'd be on a radio show, and they're like, everyone knows this guy, and he doesn't know who the fuck I am at all, kind of thing. It, if you have that situation where you're doing research and you really don't care, yeah, yeah, not that you have to have a personal connection, but I right. think, I think people, my reticence to doing a podcast initially was like, how long can I do this? And we because I used to just do a podcast by myself where I just talk, and yeah. I got really tired of myself. So it was I nice yeah, to have yeah. Amanda and to have these calls, yeah. and to have great guests, uh, and not to butter your muffin, but and to have you know like uh, a real connection with people. Because that I think that's what people want when they listen. Definitely, they can well, always. These-
1: and I also feel like it's early, so yeah, I'm talking to people I want to talk to, and like you know, thirty or forty episodes from now, maybe that's when I'll start to be like, okay, I'll talk
0: to, <laughs> I'll talk to that
1: guy. I guess. Sure, yeah, yeah. I got to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, we gotta we gotta bank some here. Well, you'll that- be you'll be practiced though. Yeah. So you'll no. be you'll learn what's fun and what's not. It is. It's uh I. I am enjoying it. And I mean, because it is kind of like I am having the kind of conversations that I like to have with people, which are kind of, you know, more complex. Uh, Psychological slash philosophical kind of conversations. Yeah, I was oh, about awesome. to ask
2: about yeah. that kind of thing. So like Sisyphus. And
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. As mm-hmm.
2: per like a call earlier today.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We get a lot Sisyphus. of Sisyphus questions. About, you know. <laughs> well, I'd
2: no, prefer... I was saying like our conversation earlier.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm saying. No, we're like. Yeah. roll Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Down. This is That's like showbiz. this is the calls.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These are the calls too, though. Man, it's like
0: mm-hmm. it's
2: good. Well, speaking of which, let's let's roll the
0: first one. Uh, As always, I haven't heard it. Amanda has. Mm -hmm. So you and I will experience this this together.
4: All right. Hey, Matt and Amanda. This is Jake. I currently am six feet tall. Well, I'm going to probably stay six feet tall. But I also weigh about 370 pounds. And I am trying to lose weight. Uh, One of the things that has worked for me in the past, obviously, is walking. So I know no matter what, I need to exercise. But... In addition to that, I obviously have to change my diet. And one of the things that I was wondering what you thought about this, because I know you lost a little bit of weight, uh, recently too, Um my driving back and forth to work, I have a one hour commute each way back and forth to work. And that is the time when I want to snack the most. And I know also with you driving, if you, if you drive a lot, all like that stuff. So, so anyway, what kind of tips and tricks do you have? that would keep me from wanting to snack on my way to work and on my way home and amanda you as well so um anyway share with me your tips and tricks and your listeners as well uh be cool and don't fuck
2: me and don't fuck what is this a bit you have
0: what did he say i couldn't understand him
2: oh yeah at the very very end i know he kind of be walked cool out. and don't as No, it's don't fuck something, but I didn't I
1: don't, know what yeah, it was. Yeah, no, know. I can't imagine.
0: I the only so like, this fuck bit I have is fuck you peaches, which people still Oh, that might
2: have been it. That might have been it.
0: Don't fuck you peaches? I don't know. Uh, but but peaches, so I thought of you know this
2: because, you know, both of you are like two tall grown men. How are you keeping healthy and fit mm-hmm. and stuff?
1: Well, I recently uh, lost about 40 pounds. Oh, my gosh. That I, yeah, that it. it started with, and I don't know if I would want to tell Jake, to do this started with the stress of a divorce. Um, <laughs> There's your which, advice, Jake. Next yeah. caller. Yeah. Uh, which <laughs> freak yourself? St- so, I mean, I mean, and I had what I had been kind of, I had been trying, and I had been losing twenty pounds and putting it back on, and losing yeah. twenty pounds and putting it back on. Um, the big, so it started this big weight loss started with just stress. I couldn't yeah. eat. I didn't feel like eating for six weeks, and then I just kind of felt the momentum of it and felt like, you know how like when you have the stomach flu and you lose 10 pounds and you're like, hey, maybe I'll just use this as like a start. You know, I'm already 10 pounds lighter. Mm -hmm. Um, But the big things for me, because I had been on Weight Watchers and I got to just know the basics of Weight Watchers. um, You you can't eat bread. You can't eat bread, you can't eat flour. If you want to lose weight, if you want to maintain weight and be healthy, that's you can eat bread and you can eat flour, but it really does make you keep weight. If you eat meat, vegetables, fruits and legumes, you will lose weight Mm -hmm. and you can eat a ton of vegetables and a ton of fruits. And so, I mean, that's that would be my, you know eat three apples. Right, you yeah. Know? So if don't stop snacking. Yeah. yeah, if there's some kind of fruit you like, eat a lot of that fruit. Because even if somebody would say, because I like especially in LA, there will be people like I'll have, you know, like a trainer will say like, uh, you don't want to eat bananas, they're the highest in sugar. It's like, Look, it's not fucking Doritos. Yeah. yeah. It's still a banana. Well, it's still not gonna you know. And
0: like I, I love I love um uh the Jack Reacher novels. That's like my airplane. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it's just about a giant guy who just right. kicks ass. Exactly. He's like, you know, wandering the earth yeah. solving crimes. But just <laughs> like really let's just like he loves eating in diners. He loves coffee. Yeah. I'm like, that's me on the road. Yeah. Except I'm not tough or scary. Yeah, but yeah. But like <laughs> uh I, I love how he looks at everything in terms of the army's wisdom where it's yeah. like coffee's great sleep when you can eat when you can yeah. uh if you're if you don't have a lot of money eat something like a a big tuna fish melt yeah. and don't eat anything else the rest of the day yep. stuff like that so it's like in terms of banana i would rather eat a banana for breakfast so many other days than just an omelet and and like and like potatoes because yes. you get the the enzymes in it make you feel better they yeah. elevate your mood and yep. also like you feel full so it's like someone like i don't Think that trainer would tell him don't eat a banana rather yeah. than something else, but it's like that's great for your drive. Right for him, I would say like if you really love snacking, handful of almonds and a banana. Start yeah. with that. Right, right, and then take that second and go. All right, I don't have a bag of Cheetos, which I am dying for right yeah. now. But at least you know, I just think about how you feel. Just yeah. kind of go.
1: Oh, ignore the 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 pleasure centers in your brain. Yeah. That's the hardest thing. There, there also too is something that just. And it's not it's not great solace, but you just your something has to shift in your mind. Yes, and you have to decide that you're going to do this. You have to have a positive attitude about it. And if you, I would say especially like if there are things that are keeping you down, or if you like you're in a depressed place you got to work on that separate from the food you yeah. got to you know no, if you're because you're
2: emotionally eating yes yeah. if
1: you yeah if you're in a bad place emotionally you can't think well i'll lose the weight and then i'll get to a better place emotionally you mm-hmm. you got to you got to do the two together yes. or do the one first because if you're not liking yourself and if you're feeling shitty and sad all the time you're not gonna lose weight. No, because it does, just can't. You'll get, be
0: throwing it down a hole that can't yeah. be filled. Yeah. That's yeah. that's really it. You're not getting to the root of the problem. Right. I mean, and he said driving an hour each way, that's it's that's really tough on your body. And I'm sure he's sitting at work all day, I'd yeah. imagine. Yeah. And yeah. that I mean, that was where people when I quit my day job as a comic and wasn't just sitting in a chair. I was a closed captioner for the hearing impaired. Uh-huh. That was my last real job. And really? Like, yeah. I didn't know that. Me and Kyle Kinane. And, and uh, when, I, when I quit, I wasn't doing, like, I, I wasn't, like, oh, I hate this show I'm working on. I get a, a coffee cup full to the brim of peanut M&M's. Yeah. That's what I get as a treat. Yeah, yeah. From, you know, like, and just, I deserve this. Yeah. And doing that, but it's like, I lost, I think, 10, 15 pounds in the next two months, from just not sitting all day, mm-hmm. and from just not doing that, and doing the whole reward yourself eating with the the worst stuff, yeah, like big Italian hoagie for lunch yeah, every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really what cut it out from not sitting. So I, I don't know. It's I, I, I wonder if there's another. I don't know, I want to say, like, sounds like a mom being like, why aren't you ask on SNL? But I wonder if there's a closer job, you know, like where you doesn't oh, right, have to right. drive so far.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, you can, there's not a lot you can do about that. I mean, but you yeah. can, once you get home, be more active. Yeah, and at yeah. work, take breaks to get up yeah, and walk around. Yeah. I, I also, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I don't, I don't know if this applies to him, but another huge thing for me for weight loss was not getting high not smoking weed i'm sorry please do not hold back that is our show no that is what we do advice from a dipshit you have to you have to shoot from the hip because it's like i realized for me if i really wanted to make a serious and i and this was like before this last one it was when i was losing 20 pounds gaining 20 pounds I realized that for me, like weed, was the gateway drug to eating past ten o'clock, yep. yes. and not yes, like and eating is. like mm-hmm. like a, like a fucking moron, right? Like just opening the pantry and might as well be like some sort of robot, like that's oh, <laughs> like, gathering that's, things, just shoving it in my right mouth. Now. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. me
2: right now. I am like it's. I gave myself like i cur- I'm like nine o'clock is when I can start smoking, and like I'm about to go up a belt loop so via through Matt like I'm signing up I signed up for class pass because and I'm like trying to figure what's class
1: pass that's the
0: reason why I got in good shape it's just a thing where you put in what you want to do today workout wise oh I see you know and like the radius and so you can basically click get a spot in all these gyms oh wow I just I did spin class this morning yeah and he'll still do it while he's traveling yeah I was in in Philly over the weekend I did a class there so it's like you know nice it it, it depends and you look at ratings and things like that yeah yeah and you pay monthly like it's a gym but it's
1: a gym that's it's like a gym that's everywhere and it's worldwide and and is it cheaper than a gym or is it about the same
0: it's around uh it's probably a little more expensive it's around like 115 a month yeah you know so it's not cheap Per se, but in terms of what you get back, to me, it's like not to be like I invest in myself or anything like crap like that. But it is. is. I'd rather do that if you got to spend money. Yeah, you know, twenty bucks a month at Crunch with a five year contract, and I barely
1: go because I hate it because I'm not motivated. See, I and for me, I I go to the gym because I have and I've had a trainer for years, Mm -hmm. and so like I'm physically strong right but my problem is cardio and the f- and how tedious it is that's why I go to spin I, class you know, because I, I, I don't to, go to spin class because yeah, of my because it uh because of the numb penis that I get for well a yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah
2: I asked yeah. I have asked too like isn't it a bit like hard on the mons yeah, yeah. yeah. I, saying-
0: I once I've kind of modified my posture and well, like the first couple of times I'm hunched over and I hate it and it's all going to my back I used to get back pain but like the more I did it the more it strengthened my core and so now I know what I know the part of my butt
1: to sit on. Oh. So, you know, you're you're I just your never pinged, don't even touch. I see, I've tried I I never could get past that. I never I could get you. to that point well, where like, There's all kinds I'm used things. to it. I just was always like, It's unnerving yeah. to have a numb dick for an hour and a half. Absolutely. It's yeah. really like I'd imagine. Yeah, you know, like when is this forever? Right, yeah. No. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, and
2: as a girl, you just get like college flashbacks, you know, when guys don't know what they're doing and you're just getting pounded.
0: Oh, right. <laughs> Jesus. Oh god. Right. Oh yeah, I'm put sorry. The down there by the I'm pound. very sorry. <laughs> yeah. Not on behalf of men, good lord. Um uh, but I I hope that helps you, man. And and I the high thing is that's I'm that's, glad you touched on that because I, we were, we were all going like you know, very sensible. Very, but it, I like when you just kind of go and here's something from me that yeah, I yeah. done it's stuff because I always like that too. I I love like eating late, sh- going grocery shopping hungry. Fuck, oh. yeah. that is yeah. Oh, yeah, Trader is Joe's was yeah. the worst yeah. thing to happen. Oh, because Trader Joe's has so everything shiny and in like colorful bags. Yeah, and, and you're like, what you know, what
2: flavor combination mm-hmm. is this? Yeah.
1: And, and and it's sh- relatively cheap. Yes, so oh, exactly. They're like, yeah. oh yeah. Uh huh. And are it's cheap. This bucket of cookies. Is, yeah. Uh, <laughs> is- yeah. Oh. The cookie uh, bucket. Uh, yeah. My
2: favorite is this is the name of the entire product: low fat chocolatey cats cookies uh-huh. for people. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Those are my favorite. That's great. That's a- <laughs> they put- See, And
0: that's that's how they get. And you. in the copy yeah.
2: too. In the copy, they even put. Today, they even put this batch of low-fat chocolatey cat's cookies for people mm-hmm. is made in a unique, you know, factoring. And they, like, try to make, you know, like, the epic copy with all the fluffery and right, whatnot. Right, right. right, But it's really, like, but low-fat chocolatey cat's cookies for people. You know, yeah. like it's, I love it. Yeah. It's my favorite. Yeah. Right. So, I hope so that, that helps you, brother. Yeah. If yeah. you've got that hour commute, you got to work with it. So, I really feel like the best advice was turning the snack snacks healthy. Yeah. yeah. And
0: load, is- load, up, load up with some healthy snacks before you yeah. leave. Always have that. It's like, the, I hate it always making a lunch to save money. Yeah. Hate that. Yeah, Like, I'd rather, but I want to go to California Pizza yeah. Kitchen and blow all my money and not have any savings. But An- if you make a little snack bag yeah. just to have in your car and it's
1: there, oh my God. Another another good thing is fill up on water. Like Yes. Drink as much water like to where it's like you're forcing yourself to drink water. Yes. Because that will fill, that is a, some kind of filling that does have a... I, I had a friend benefit. that lost
0: a ton, a ton of weight, and I was like, "What'd you do?" He's like, "I just drank a shitload of water." Yeah, that that was because he he wasn't drinking enough water, so his body was just retaining all yeah, of this yeah. stuff. It wasn't rinsing out. So, hope that helps, man. Let's check out the next one.
5: Hey, Matt, and uh, this is Felicity from Portland, Oregon, originally from Anchorage, Alaska. I'm sorry, I know you guys get a lot of calls from people from Portland. Well, because you're awesome, and you're from Portland. Everybody in Portland loves you. <laughs> Anyway, Thanks, dude. um I am a bartender, have been for a little bit now, and currently I'm in a weird kind of crossroads situation in my life where I love my job, I love my bar, I've done a lot of work in that bar. I helped raise it from its inception basically. Done a lot of work for my boss, he and I are great friends. Um well all my customers, coworkers, all that good stuff. But recently I've found that my job has so become so stress inducing that I found myself not happy. Also, part of my crossroads situation here is that I recently just got out of a long-term relationship where my girlfriend left me, thought she was the one, turns out she wasn't. Blessing in disguise, hindsight being what it was, so, you know, I'm dealing with it and that's fine. I'm just wondering, what do I do here? Do I up and leave? Do I move? Do I try to find a new career? Even though I love bartending, I love bartending. I know you used to be a bartender, server, waiter, all that good stuff. Um. Anyway, I just want to give you two cents on that. I love to hear from the as well. You guys always have great advice to give. I love listening to podcasts. I was telling everybody about it. Anyway, hope you guys are doing well. I will hope to hear from you soon. Bye.
0: Thanks, man. Thanks, Thanks,
2: Felicity. Thanks, Felicity. Found Thank. Portland, Oregon. Yep. Then
0: don't stress uh, the calls from Portland. It's it's <clears throat> what. What's the alternative? No they one calls from Portland. Love you that would suck. So much. I think there's probably people there's, that there just hate There should be me.
2: there should be a statue to Matt I'm, Bronger no. picking his butt. Anytime somewhere, anytime Anna. they're like,
0: You're the biggest comic on here like you yeah, guys heard of Ron Funches. I think he's doing better. Uh, <laughs> Ian to- Ian Carmel just won an Emmy. Like, come on. But um
2: I'm gonna put one in the woods so that way people confuse it with like a Sasquatch.
0: I would like a, a wooden statue that yeah, people can I mean, just yeah. carve whatever they want in it. That'd be oh, cool. Spray oh, paint a dick yeah. on it, whatever you want. <laughs> That's a That'd be very Portland. <laughs> but, Someone cut the head yeah. off. Who stole the Bronker head? Uh, but I, I think that I think that, uh, this dude is in. Uh, just a, he says the stress is getting to him at the job, even though he loves bartending. I he love he, he, he.
2: So what it is is he. Yeah, he loves bartending. He loves the bar. Right. But it's now to the point where it's stressful, and it sounds like the heartache is leaking in as well. Yeah,
0: I think that's the. I think that's the problem is that he, what he thought was a sure thing, and I mean, it's you know when that's the worst when you find out the one you're you're committed to the rest of your life isn't happy and they want to go and you're just like well I guess I'll just set myself on fire inside this barn oh yeah what's the point of anything uh so that's probably kind of bleeding into everything else I would think unless he's working at one of those places that's just gotten so popular like now I'm just wondering like where he works like what Coyote Ugly Coyote Ugly is that what you said? No. They, I was just, like, there isn't a Coyote Ugly in Portland. No, of
2: course there's not. Obviously there's know. not going to be one in Portland. <laughs> it was but, you know, a chain, he, wasn't he, it? You know, I think he, it was. He got a little tired, tired pouring water on his body and he got tired You okay, know, right. having a shape sure. around his nipples Dancing, every night. Right. Making, and,
0: cutting people's ties well, off. He was on Boyote Ugly, which is a, a <laughs> terrible pun on uh, their part because I didn't just make that up right now. But Now
1: Portland is, you just dropped a few points in
0: Portland.
1: No, I'm like the corny dad to all these young comics now um i wish i wish he'd been more specific about what the stress was dude like that what, is
0: our problem on this show yeah. like not to cut you off but that so many people are just
1: like i'm not happy with my
0: girlfriend what should i do like dude yeah you, you got, got it. it so anyway go on
1: because if he lo- i mean because we are getting a mixed message in the terms of that he loves his job he loves 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 but the stress is getting to him, and I would Im- so I imagine too. It would just be like the workload of it mm. w- might be that, and I, I mean, I guess I don't know. I, I, I don't mean to sound flip, but I mean maybe in your off times, you need to find something that will sort of like help you cope with that. And I know I've tried it, but I've never been able to do it well. But meditation, you know, there's a. I know so many people that love meditation and they think that they, that it brings something Mm. into the stressful points of their life. Uh, So made that's worth trying, you know, I mean, there's even apps for and stuff. I just have never, I I don't know. I just am too antsy and I never, I've given it a try, but I probably haven't given it enough of a try. But in this particular situation, because if you don't, I would say go to get a job at like a less busy bar, but that would seem to also entail a loss in income, yeah. separating yeah. from all these people that you actually really like.
0: Yeah. Um, the the piece that I'm I'm kind of realizing now to do a deep dive on this guy is that he said, "I love my boss. I love the bar. I do other stuff for him too," and I'm like. Wait, what's that? Mm-hmm. Like, what other work are you doing for the guy that owns the bar? Right. How much
1: of that life of your life is that taking on? And are you getting paid for that? other? Exactly. Work? Yeah. And,
0: and even if you are, is it one of those things where he's like, yeah, listen, I need help building the deck. So and you feel obligated because yeah. he's done things for you and you don't want to lose your job at the bar. So I think it's one of those things where you got to kind of check in and and look, you, you've had a horrible thing uh, done to you. And it's not her fault she yeah. had to do it
2: but it's going to highlight
0: you you got to take some time for you yeah. Yeah. and make sure you're okay and check in and and you know I mean I think to to your point of like why you don't meditate you have kids yeah most people i know that have kids yeah. uh, don't meditate because when do they get the peace right and when do they get the time yeah. and also they get a little bit of that what meditation is to me where you pinch that nerve in your hand when you have a headache and it mm-hmm. makes the headache go away you get that from Focusing on their needs rather than yours. Yes. So that kind of takes the pressure Stepping off. Stepping outside. It yourself. gives it gives you the perspective yeah. you look for in meditation. Yeah. So this guy doesn't sound like he has kids, and and there are times where uh I don't have kids, but I kind of I don't meditate enough. But there there are times where I'm just like All right, I'm just gonna two minutes nothing. And yeah. Close your eyes and don't go to sleep. But just and it it just it makes you kind of it's almost like having a nap. Yeah. Where you kind of just reboot yourself. I think he has to do that and also. Uh, uh, just make sure – just make sure he's taking care of himself. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I think
2: that – yeah, that's a big thing, though, is is the time in on yourself. Yeah. So now that I started ClassPass, I'm trying yoga, just, like, be gentle. So I usually – I've been doing MMA since I was five. Mm -hmm. And so I'm finally, like, doing a gentle thing where I'm doing yoga and stuff – and it's amazing how even though you're doing these soft movements, I'm going to call them right. comparatively, like it's amazing how checking in with your body like that Whoa. is so crazy, you yeah. know? And, and at, to the point of meditating, I don't think you necessarily need to be standing still to meditate. Cause I got one of those apps oh. and it has you just walk outside for like two minutes and look at things. And then that like makes you present. Or mm. I know for me, you know, like, there'll be a point where you're like punching a bag in a sequence and that's supposed to be meditation. Like meditation doesn't actually have to be total like stillness and sitting. It's just like a quiet or balance in the mind. So if all all he's doing is working, if that's all he's doing, it's too much. It's like there's no boundaries because you're doing all this extra work for your boss. And now you're heartbroken is probably highlighting all of this. Yeah. Imbalance.
1: Uh, yeah. Yoga
0: is a great and it's call. not hard. Mm-hmm. I
2: feel it's not too hard to. F- you got to find it though. Yeah, but it's not too hard to find a way to check in with yourself. Yeah, so. yeah.
0: and and just last button, I'll say it for it is is uh, yoga. Like I don't do it enough, but I try to make myself do it at least once a week mm-hmm. with that with that app because it's like a lot of times I hate it. I don't want to be there. I'm not as limber as anybody. But you know the thing about it, it's like most peaceful thing and all these classes, no one's going to look at you and be like, you suck, man. Why are you here? Yeah. Nobody does you know, that. It, no. you, you do what you can. Yeah. You don't put yourself at risk. But in the end, especially for being tall, I find I, I stretch and strengthen things. I parts of my body. I didn't even know I had, yeah. and they take pressure off other parts. So it can kind of do that uh, for you, man. So look, there's the, the big thing for, for you is you're, you're looking for a giant solution. There isn't one, you know, you can't be like, like, Oh, should I, Like he was like, should I leave Portland? Like, No. No. What will that do? No. You'll still be yourself with your problems. And sorry about the UPS truck (laughs) outside. But, um, yeah, so hope that helps, man. And hang in there.
3: All right. So it's anonymous part two here. Sorry to be so long-winded. But I had to set it up with the banana shit. Um, Anyway, do you have any advice uh, for how to deal with this, especially with her parents, who we have been under-socializing with? I mean, they've been going out for a year, and we still haven't gotten together. So obviously, that's an that's an issue. So I know we got to do that one and um, and get to know these folks. You know, I've met them. You know, shake hands, and the, both the kids have spent time at each other's houses. Um. Anyway, I just want to. I don't think that I can like break the news or anything with them. I've been candid with my son and his girlfriend. Um, so I'm not quite sure how to proceed without feeling like I'm being a creep, or that it's mutinous, illicit behavior, which I don't think that sex is, but somehow I feel complicit in the whole thing, because I'm not in a conversation with the parents, I'm interacting with my son's girlfriend and my son. Uh They're cool about it, you know, they're, it's a discreet situation, they're, you know, the doors close sometimes, and they're hanging out and playing music, and sometimes maybe they're making out, I don't know, whatever. I'm pretty laid back about it, pretty laissez-faire, but,
1: uh, I don't want my radical
3: tendencies to be a betrayal to her folks. Hey, I really appreciate you guys, and thanks for your time.
2: So, so okay, wait,
1: wait, so what's the gist here?
2: So yeah, so this is and why what I, was this, the
1: banana thing. So
2: this, is, yeah, so this is why I thought of you. Um, so it's kids who are entering a stage of being sexually active.
1: How old are they? Uh, teenagers. So they're teenagers. But they're I mean, like but, older right, but teenagers. how does he say what? yeah because that makes a difference yeah it does no that i don't think there's any 13, no but that could be n- no i i know i think 18. they're
2: like i think they're like 16 17 18 Okay. I, like not 18 they're 16 and 17 okay and they're having sex right and so it's getting to the point now where the girlfriend's family like wants to create some kind of boundaries and talk about it. And he thinks like, oh, they're 16, 17, like they're going to be in their room and they're going to have sex sometimes. And so it's like, how do they...
0: But it sounds like he's kind of reticent about it, but her family's
1: fine. No, it's
2: the other way around. Oh, it is? Sorry, yeah, no, so her family, so he's fine with it and her family is a little... Uptight about it. More uptight about it. And so he's just wondering how he should handle it with the kids as the couple, and then how he should handle it with the parents now that they have teenagers who are in a quote unquote serious relationship and yeah. having sex, how do you as now as a parent, like where are the boundaries? How do you communicate about it? Take right. it away, Andy. yeah, I th- uh, I th- no, th- no, yeah.
1: absolutely. I, I mean because i have I have a, I mean, and that's why I asked is it a boy and a girl because my i my son is eighteen and he's gay. and so and that was a that in and of itself is a weird thing when your son is having sleepovers when he's 14 and he's out and you're and it's like well wait what's going on is there stuff going on and then you just have to go oh yeah there might be stuff going on mm-hmm. and 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 that's when you have conversations about safe sex and that's and especially with with hetero kids you got to talk you know talk about birth control make condoms available regardless of whether the mm. other parents I'm sorry make condoms available to your son the other parents don't don't approve that minor in comparison to an unwanted pregnancy to a 16 year old girl yeah um and i also would say You got to be straight up with the other parents. You got to talk to them straight up about it. You got to be realistic about it. And you also have to treat it as it's an entirely normal, wonderful Mm -hmm. thing that your kids want to have sex with each other. It's fantastic. Go kids. Be young. Be beautiful. Live this life. Don't Mm be, you know, it's like, honestly, it's like they're glorious youth. Who the fuck are you to take it away from them? Let them enjoy. Uh. Um, And, and you, you got to have a conversa- conversation with those people. But if I, if it were my son and it was his girlfriend, I would have a conversation with them in which I said, look, these kids want to be sexually active. I don't have any problem with that if we give them the information and the supplies to do it responsibly. Um, and, and I hope you can agree. Because to a certain extent, I will try and keep up my end of the bargain in enforcing your rules but at a certain point i gotta let you know that i actually think it's unhealthy to stifle these kids Mm. and i think it's kind of unhealthy to make them feel bad about wanting to do something that is entirely natural and entirely fantastic yeah you know so
0: it's it's funny because i just had a flashback Mm -hmm. to my mother who said to me when i was Oh, way too early i want to say like 12 or something she's like you know i don't think you should be having sex but if you are i will buy you condoms yeah. and she said it, but it was like i wanted to scream at her like i haven't even kissed anyone uh, you yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like who do you think i am the stud of the playground yeah uh but it you know but it i think that it's even uh, even my mom who was just fully against it yeah was like look you know, I have a boy. Yeah. I will get these for you.
1: I know you won't. You're too embarrassed. My advice you know? to teenage to p- parents with teenagers, don't say if you're having sex, I will buy you condoms. Go buy condoms. Yeah. Put them in a drawer. Say there are condoms in this drawer and then leave it alone. Mm-hmm. And if check on the drawer, if the condoms are if the supply of condoms is going down, Then replenish if it's going down at a rate that you're uncomfortable with that you think maybe is too much Then a conversation might be in order, but honestly, I just think like the you know as long as kids as if you have if you're in touch with your kids and You think of sex as a healthy thing you will you will I think be able to vibe whether or not they are having a healthy relationship with sex themselves or whether they're having an unhealthy relationship with sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that's like there's no concrete way to sort of know that. Mm-hmm. You j- like I said, you got to know your kids. You got to vibe with your kids. You, if you haven't communicated well with your kids for years and years, you're not going to be able to figure out how yeah. how this is going for them. I will say I would I would be
0: really like I th- and I'm just being honest here. I'd be really reticent if I had a daughter to be like, "Oh, he can sleep over with you. And keep the door closed." Like, but that's that's kind of me being, you know, Puritan Joe, I Listen, guess, and, and, I get... and being a being a man in a yeah. way, you know, like,
1: and that's well, and that's also like a really weird old, you know, like, yes. I was raised, I was raised with the notion that, like, honestly, that I I felt like up until. I was an adult that it seemed to me the vibe that I got and the and the, the opinion that I had was sort of like sex was something that women did for men just because they were such such kind angels that they put up <laughs> yeah, with this they awful like it. thing <laughs> yeah. and then and then as you get older and especially when you have kids and I mean when you have a a, a daughter that's young and you you know you kids are horny little, kid, little yeah, kids are horny Yeah. and little girls are horny yeah are. and so it's, it's like these are horny. i just said
0: yeah they are but i was just that sounded oh no my little, no, child, I am my little like, chime in i
2: am hand up like I, totally i mean no. i have
0: not to fucking do that thing where i quote a bit but i have a bit about how just talking about how everyone's creepy in one way or another mm-hmm. my friend's daughter simone we were in the, at this pool and i stood up and she just yelled show me all your muscles like at me like yeah. doing a flex and i was like "Ha ha ha and i got out of the pool and went inside uh, not running away from her, but I passed my friend Eliza, who's Simone's mom. And I uh-huh. was just like, hey, Simone said it, yell at me, show me all your muscles. What's that? Like joking. Right. And Eliza, without missing a beat, goes, oh my God, she's just like me at that age. Such a horndog. Oh, wow. And Simone's six. And uh-huh. my joke is I wrapped myself in three jackets and on the that. couch sideways <laughs> <laughs> and uh-huh. cried for it because it was uh-huh. so it's just disturbing. Cause it, but it's like, you're right.
1: Yeah. It is, sexuality is kind of always in you. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And there's mm-hmm. and, and in terms of just like, Discovery, you know? Yes. Like uh oh, well, I can't I my daughter I I I now that my children are older, I have to worry about them hearing particular stories and so there's a story I could tell you.
2: Here, I will go I can go atrocious yeah, story okay. if you want. Right, here please. we go. I'll yeah. break it. I'll break it. So here we All go. Right. Here's what I'll go about for female sexuality, right? Like uh so jacuzzi jets. Like, yeah, every single absolutely. girl, you know, yep. and, like, I know I discovered that when I was learning how to swim, I discovered the pool jet and my hot swim instructor, and the, and it was YMCA pool, right? And then, also, I got into BDSM at 16. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. My my high school boyfriend and I ventured into that together, uh-huh. and, like, I got the things... so. So I was cross training with karate with CrossFit that had just come out at the time. Yeah. So it's not what it is now. Mm -hmm. It was very, very different, very, very functional, which is why a bunch of people left who were doing martial arts would cross train in it. And my instructor was this woman who was also just getting into it with her older boyfriend who was a cop. So she was much older. So I would give her money and she would supply me stuff.
1: Oh, really? You
2: know? So that's where we would get like the restraints and the whips and the. And that's me at 16, 17 years old. Yeah, Yeah. You know what I mean? So like it was really. It was really messed up too because my dad quote unquote figured it was getting close to time when he and I would start having sex. Not realizing this wasn't my first partner. <laughs> right. Not realizing the level the that relationship had our and so, and He called oh, he, yeah. he called us into his office and was like, I just need you to ask me permission to take my daughter's virginity.
0: Whoa. Right? Uh, that for, was that for was For you listeners thing, at home, Andy just dropped <laughs> his mic onto the couch. <laughs> In in I mean, and I and, did that mentally. Yeah, Where I, I know. was just like, I can't... I mean, look, I was admitting my hang-up about me ha- my possible future daughter having, you know, me having that thing, but holy and shit. And so, so we're sitting... I am
1: know. the mayor of
0: everything. Yeah. Now, come yeah, yeah, on yeah,
1: in. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm my daughter's virginity, which belongs to me. Yeah. And by the way, is still a thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which I know exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It is as real as Santa Claus. I've also been told is around. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I just it was like he was like he was
2: like, I was gonna say yes. I just needed to see if he would do it. You know? Like like, yeah, like it's a gate. Like it's the never ending story, and you gotta like walk through the gate without looking. Right? Like that was right. But here we were, like already, you know, like I had just I had just it just was like how it worked out with this partner, you know what I mean? Uh, so like yeah. so I meant so that has been And
0: that's so healthy. And I and I think it's 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 so funny. Like I would venture to guess, not that I know ninety five percent of parents uh have guessed wrong. Have they? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They've done yeah, a thing. Yeah. yeah. You know. And then
2: how far it went too. Right. Right? Sure. You know? I mean I get it, like, you know. My other girlfriends weren't necessarily doing the kind of stuff that I was doing, but like, that's just, that's, I'm, you know, they say when you know, you know, right? Like, you know, (laughs) it's a a thing I'm into. It's a thing I needed, like, Mm -hmm. and and in a particular way. And I had a very safe, caring partner. And like, you know, so it just had that been taken away from me and I discovered that older, I don't know that I would have. The experience of the safety in it, yeah, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. which was another piece, which is a weird thing to think about how to utilize youth, but like that was that was a that's been a huge chapter of my life.
0: Right. Yeah. I I I I think it's just a, the the linchpin of this whole thing. That you nailed Andy, is is to is to you have to do that difficult thing and reach out and talk to the other family. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's the bitch of it. I think. That's the one that just like, ah, is there some way? We all have those things in our lives. Like, can I just not do that thing I know I have to do? Yeah. Can I not go to the D M V? No way. Yeah. So that then, I cannot so you know, you, but it's
1: just you have you to and rip off the band.
2: Is the spot. You're just like, Hey buddy, like come sit on the bed. You know, like what you what's- mean,
1: oh, to the other parents or to the to the son?
2: To the oh sorry yes to the other parents to the other parents like, you yeah. say
1: I, I i would say i mean the way i would approach the conversation is look i think we both know that our kids are in a committed relationship that they are either already engaging in sexual behavior or you know they're about to i don't have any problem with it i think that i think that keeping them informed and keeping them uh unashamed and keeping them uh, uh, mm-hmm. open fields of communication so that they feel like they can talk to us about it within reason I mean nobody wants to tell their parents all the details of stuff right, right. Yeah. and if you do say to your kids like I said earlier here's the drawer with the condoms they're gonna go you gross but then that you know that's it because yeah. it is like I mean like I say my son, and I've said this before. My son came out to us when he was 11, and then we didn't talk about it huh. because it's his business, oh, and it, because mm, it was his oh, life. Good. I like that. You know, and 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 I do think, like, I, I mean, and I, you know, the notion of like, you know, your dad saying this to you, or like, you know, how far along are your kids? Uh, you know, your teenagers. I'm not talking about 12 year olds. I'm not talking no. about, but like your 16 year olds. How far along are they sexually? It's kind of none of your business. Yeah. If you've done the job of giving them information yeah. and giving and you and you have and you have a sense of trust in them yeah. already. If you got a wild kid that you can't control and that is always pushing boundaries and doing crazy shit, that's a different thing. But yeah. if you got a kid that you have a level of trust with, it's not your business what they're that's doing. That's right on. And 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 you have to respect their privacy. And I would tell that other parent too. Look you say they can't sleep together at my house and you want me to follow up and say they can't sleep together at my house, they're just going to go fuck in the woods. Yeah. So yeah. you're not going to stop them from having sex. You're just going to put them in more dangerous places to right. have it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. Which,
2: which is a thing, which is a fear overall. I feel like people don't have enough of. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, I, and like, not to jump this over to sex working, but like, you know, it, like, I feel like, how are we not afraid that they're doing this in back alleys? Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. like with your kids, how are we not afraid that they're doing this behind the movie theater? Yeah. It, it's know? like,
0: even if you, it makes you uncomfortable, wouldn't you rather your child be safe? Yeah. yeah. You know? And also, one thing I'll add, just to be, to dipshit it a little bit. Yes. I, one of the things that I am jealous of friends who have kids is the level you can embarrass them. Yeah. This is a massive opportunity. Look, especially if you have a son who is hetero and in this situation where you, you call them into your office, if I can just take that and spin it a little Grab bit. Grab it. Call them in and just say to her would you like permission to take my son's virginity? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the way both of them will hate you in the uh, best possible way. Yes. Can we just yes. fucking leave yes. oh my No, God. Yes. I'm talking to Lydia. Oh my
2: God. You know what you could do with the condom drawer too? You know how they have those weird ones that have like little fluffy things on the tips oh, and stuff so like right. that? Yeah, just get Ridges like-
1: Ridges and studs. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Get, yeah. Like the, There's get like the- It's like an accommodation box. Yeah. Get like kind.
2: those like, also, get like a glow. In the dark, one you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like
0: just <laughs> yeah, they're all chocolate cake flavored. Yeah, <laughs> when yeah. you when you open the drawer, it plays like a 70s porn soundtrack, no, like, no, every, no. like <laughs> really loudly, so like you can hear your kid like ow, like uh-huh. shut it, and he, he shuts it really fast. Like Barry White gets one syllable out, yeah, yeah. like, fucking da- god it's damn just it,
2: Rick James going
0: Aah! yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just throwing that in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's the
0: yeah. best.
1: Well, Andy, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, I hope thank you, had a good time. you. This is fun. This, this, is, this is, is a blast. Is I love uh, uh, acting like an expert on stuff that I shouldn't be. Yeah. No, but it's, you uh, are though. I mean, yeah. I think
0: that's the there's levels. I literally was on Doctor Drew After Dark yesterday, and I told him what the podcast was, and he was like, "I love that," and he's like, "Such a clinician." Yeah, yeah. You know, because he because people were asking him stuff like it, he does what we do, but it's it's kind of but like, like I by have science? this weird rash and he yeah. just off the top of his head cites three or four things it could be, you know, yeah. kind of thing where I'm just like, whoa, Ugh. with our show, we draw on our mistakes or the things we've learned in our arcane levels of, of <laughs> life, <laughs> Yeah, you know, where, you know, whatever, whatever it possibly is. You know, you added, you know, the thing with your gay son and, yeah. and the things that you've learned having daughters and, you know, uh, or daughter. Do you have daughter? Da- I just have a son and a daughter. A son and a daughter, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, Yes, and... So anyway, it just it was it was perfect. It's been so great. thanks for yeah. doing it, man. Yeah, much appreciated. You so You're welcome. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, the number to call in if you have a question is three two three seven six three zero two two eight. And we appreciate those follow-up emails. If we answered your call, write me at advicefromadipshit at gmail Yep. Anything else, Matt? Where are you gonna be?
0: Oh, uh, let's see. I, I'm gonna be beginning do, of you know, October. Beginning of October. October off the top of my head I don't know but go to oh m- you'll be in New York I'll be will I be in New York I'll be, well, but I won't be doing show I'll be doing like random gigs there but uh-huh. um, I will be oh my god I'm like totally blank on where I'm that's going that's alright uh, no 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 you'll, uh, but just but go to mattbronger.com be because I'm, I'm going all over the place and I'm always adding new dates so thanks guys advice from a dipshit advice from a dipshit advice from a dipshit it's advice from a dipshit with Matt stronger.